Welcome to Pixels, Clicks, and ROI, the Ad Skills podcast where we interview paid traffic professionals who can produce real results. Today's guest is Jordan Swanson from ReachFireDigital.com. Jordan is a native and display advertising expert that helps clients in the health and fitness and financial markets take what's working on Facebook and get it to start working on the very difficult fields of native and display. He's got an awesome technique to get people started on native and display called panoptic stacking. We'll dig into it right after this. Here with Jordan Swanson from ReachFire, uh, his, his agency, and I love Jordan. I've worked with Jordan a lot in the past. What Jordan's really good at is helping take people who f- have offers that have been working on Facebook, typically in the health and fitness or the finance niche, and helping them expand using native and display, using his technique, which he calls panoptic stacking. Excited to dive into what that means in the process you help people with. But Jordan, just want to say welcome to the show. Excited to have you. Hey, John. Great to be here. Thanks, man. Absolutely. So um, before we dig into panoptic stacking and your process for helping people scale out from Facebook on the native and display, let's just take a quick second. You have a really cool backstory. I know you were in medical device sales and you kind of got into media buying. Can you just kind of explain what your process has been and how you've gotten to the place that you're at? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, John. Um, I actually started right before medical. I actually had a finance company. I started with a finance company and that's where I first kind of jumped into buy media, buying Google AdWords, just very simple stuff. But the finance industry tanked in 08 and so did my company at the time. And then I actually got a job in medical device sales. So that was a great opportunity, did that, and then moved from there into marketing for medical device with medical device companies, um, working for them, doing global marketing. And after that, I was just like, you know what, this is great, I love this, and, but I need to do my own thing, kind of move out, and so that's when I left and started my own media buying company, started ReachFire. Very cool. So, what, you know, native and display are kind of the, the redheaded stepchild of the ad networks. It's, it's a yeah. lot harder for people to, to master, and I know you have some background in Facebook, you've done Google, all those things. What led you to native and display? Why was that the area you wanted to settle in? You know, I mean, to be to be honest, there was a lot of there was a lot of things going on with Facebook, and I kind of saw at the time. I thought because we were running some originally, we started running. We were running Facebook and Google, like you're saying, Google searches and display. And uh, I just saw that the future where I thought Facebook was going, that we needed to expand and kind of get out. And there, there, there's a lot of players, in, you know, doing Facebook. And I remember I actually talked to Justin. And uh, I was going, man, you know, I really want to, I want to expand, I want to move into native and really start getting involved in that because there's a massive need. And so we did that. We moved into native and, and began the whole process um, going from there and then expanded into programmatic native and display. Just Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool. And it's one of those things that there's so few service providers in this area. You know, a lot of people try to do brand advertising through display and native. There's not a lot of performance marketers in this space. And so I just think it's really cool what you're offering. So, you know, that was kind of your process. You talk about going from having your own finance company to medical device sales to native. Um, just for anyone who's listening that's considering working with ad skills, how has ad skills really helped in the process of you going from, you know, being a, slow, a, a level, you know, a lower level advertiser getting started to now being at the point where you're at where you're managing millions of dollars a year? And helping a bunch of clients. How's, how's ad skills helped that process? Ad skills played a huge part. You know, I got, I got to be completely honest. It was, um, 
when we when I was looking at getting outside of Facebook at the time, you know, this was this was this was a few years ago, and moving into display at the time, and then into native, I was looking and I found Justin, I found Ad Skills at the time, and saw what they were offering. And when I went through his course, um, when I went through the course and then got into the Media Buying Masters, it just opened up a whole new world. It really did. It opened up a whole new world with, but with display and, and with native and understanding the process. And so it was a, it was a huge help in, in helping me get past that first hurdle, I think, in be, be, you know, becoming confident in what I was doing and understanding from, from, you know, from the time for people that were, that were doing, doing really well, doing a lot of stuff at the time. And helping helping us to move past that, you know, get past that hurdle that I mentioned. So, add skills to learn those fundamentals, and then learn from the master, you know, from that level. That was it was critical. It was really important. Absolutely. So that was great for getting you kind of up to the level you're at. Now that you've got a successful, really successful agency and are doing a lot of big things, how has ad skills changed? You know, you started with the course information. What's the most valuable thing for you now that you have a very established business? The you know the pro league is it's one of the, it's got to be the best in my opinion it's the best tool out there for people who want to continue to progress and grow and being able to connect with individuals in the group that are doing a lot you know there there are so many successful people in the pro league that it makes it so much if you, if you get stuck or anything like that or it just we all we're all part of the team we're all connecting and to me, that is one of the most critical parts of helping me to continue to succeed and seeing what other people are doing. And, to, you know, we all just share strategies. I mean, it's a great group. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We know that's a, it's a huge piece. We love having you in there, whatever, especially whenever Native stuff pops up. You're always one of the first people to chime in, and we love having you there. So, cool. Well, enough about us. Let's talk a little bit more about you. The biggest thing that we talk about, especially when we bring people on this podcast, is we want to talk with paid traffic professionals who can build you know, proven scalable results. And the biggest thing that we found is the key indicator of that is the process they use to get people from, you know, where they're at to where they want to be. And in your case, that's people who've had some success on Facebook or trying to diversify, want to get on native and display. So let's kind of talk about the process you use to get people. How do you get them to translate from a Facebook to a native? And the biggest thing that's most important, at least that I've seen, is a lot of people you know, they just try and plug their Facebook funnel over and they're like, well, it's not working. And so I just did a breakdown of this. Um, you know, Facebook, you can build these long ads with a lot of copy and videos. And native, all you get is an image and a headline. So really, let's talk about the process that you use to translate what's been working on Facebook. How do you have to translate it into a native and display funnel? Because the funnel has to change somewhat, especially since the ad can do such little selling. What's that process, and then how do you start to utilize programmatic panoptic stacking in order to be able to help them generate results? Um, let's just kind of talk about that process. Sure. Yeah, it is. It's a challenge. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I think that's one of the original, one of the biggest challenges for my agency initially is that we had a lot of people that would come over to us who, you know, had something on Facebook that was working, but they'd never really gone into the, 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 the display world, you know, and with, with native, you know, going into the, moving in that direction. And the challenge, like you said, is that Facebook, you can add a lot of care. You can sell in the app. There's a, there's a lot of, a, there's all the room, there's a space to do that. When you move into native, um, 
there you don't have that. You know, you're limited on generally, you know, between you know 60 characters to 120 characters. You've got your image, and you've got to get the click through. You've got to get. You've got to be able to really work on improving the CTRs, and, and so it, it's it is a difficult. It's a difficult transition in many cases as you move over there. And what we tell clients when they come on with us is that it's going to take it's going to take some time. Just because something's working on Facebook doesn't mean it's going to work when you go out in native. In fact, usually it doesn't. There has to be a lot of changes that take place within the funnel, like you mentioned, or again with the creative cells. We can take concepts, obviously the concepts that have been working, but we do have to narrow those down, get them to the right amount of characters, find the right type of image that's going to stop that scroll, and then test a lot of different headlines with the, those, the character limitations. So I think that's the biggest thing is coming over and don't just assume that if something's working well for you in one channel like Facebook, that it's going to transition everywhere because it generally doesn't. So you have to be willing to start testing again and go into the process. And one of the big things with us is that we do programmatic native. And what that, what that is, is that we run on, um, well, we, we've incorporated that with display. We run on 50 plus different networks. And so we've got thousands of publishers that we're going to have to, that we test. We have a lot of different ads. We have a lot of things that we have to go through this process on different supply sources. And because of that, um, there is a lot of testing. But the wonderful thing is that we've got access to billions and billions of impressions outside of Facebook, okay, and, and outside of Google. And that means that we're not beholden to one network and we can still scale. And so to us, that's, that's kind of the critical part of this is understanding that transition phase. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the biggest thing is it comes down to expectation, right? On Facebook, you can be successful if you start with $25 a day. It's never going to happen on native or display because, you know, there's two core things. Number one, you have to test, you know, we talk about variable de uh, placement dependent versus placement independent networks. Facebook has like six placements. So yeah. all you're really testing is your, your, your ads, your, like your <clears throat> stack and your offer. That's really all you have to test. Now with native and display, you have this whole other variable and there's millions of placements. And so being able to spend the budget to figure out, A, what's creative is working, but B, what placements, which websites does this actually convert from, there's this whole process you have to spend a bunch of money to figure that out. So from that perspective, when we talk about expectations, what are the typical expectations someone has to have to say, okay, you're going to start here on day zero, your, ex, you know, your like brain is used to with Facebook, if it's not working in two days, we're going to shut it off. It's a different expectation with native. So can you kind of talk about the expectations you set with clients? Yeah, yeah. I, I tell them, and I'm glad you bring that up, John, about, you know, with Facebook, you can come on and spend 25 bucks a day, you know, and, and when you go out there, it doesn't native and display, it doesn't work like that. You know, you, you've got to spend, you do have to spend a lot more. I mean, I, mean, I, would, tell, I would tell clients, we, you've got to spend a minimum of 10 grand a month, you know, when you're going out there to get, as you get going. And the first, the first 30 days, it, it's going to be about gathering data, you know, because we do have to test. We're going to test multiple supply sources. We're going to test multiple publishers, ads, landers. We have a lot of stuff that's got to go through this process. And so, you, you know, they have to, people have to understand that, you know, that if you're thinking you're going to come out and just, you know, just kill it in the first, in the, you know, in the first week or two doing native and display, it's, it's, usually not like that. And so there is, it takes some time. We usually tell people, give us 90 days, 
okay? Because the first 30 days, we may, we've had campaigns after two weeks, we start, to, we start to see really good things, start hitting CPA targets and things like that. But generally the first 30 days, the CPAs don't look good. You know, it's not gonna look that good. But, but this is, we, you have to look at it, when you go into native and display, you have to look at the big picture. This is a long-term process. Mm-hmm. And you have to also realize that you're going to be shooting for <clears throat> generally break even on the front end or even maybe even a little lost. But that's why you've got to have a solid back end. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to go into native and display without a good back end, uh, it's really, really hard to make that work. Yeah, it's not, it's not a, you can't build a business off a single product on native. You have to have a bigger business. So understanding for people that are you know, looking to become your clients you know, there's definitely a particular fit that you're looking for. They have to have some risk tolerance. They have to have a back end, be a mature business. That being said, when you find that and you start to find success, and I think the biggest thing is on Facebook, it's kind of like building. You're building something up because there's so few variables. Now you can start building success. With native and display, it's more like uncovering, right? You're kind of yeah. like, what's, where are the areas of gold? How can we start digging in this direction? So let's say you just started to find some gold, you find some placements, some headlines, some ads. Let's talk about the potential scale. Like what are some of the things you've gotten people up to in the process as you start to find that success? What kind of numbers are possible if you're leveraging native and display? I mean, with native and display, you can, I mean, again, it depends on which, which networks and else that you can get approval on. Um, like I mentioned, programmatic, we're running a lot of different ones. But you can you can get with with programming and display you can get up to you know over a million you know million plus a month you know five million ten million a month in spend because there's so much you know access to so much out there um, you know but it is it's it, that process of uncovering everything like you said is is the challenge and then it's again once you find that once you find those areas. The one thing we've seen with native, which is nice, is that we don't, you don't run into ad fatigue as quickly as you do like with Facebook. So once you find that winning ad, you can run that ad for a while. And I mean, if you guys, for people out there looking at different, you know, seeing what people are spending and doing on native, you'll see the same type of ad often for a long, you know, for a while. Um, because there's, there's just, there's so much opportunity and so many impressions available. But for us, and this is with, with we've developed this methodology we call panoptic stacking. And what that does is it's a process of kind of building trust with the, with the customer as well as working from a performance standpoint, like incorporating them both. And basically we take them through stages and what we found that works really well. um, We found that by incorporating display and native together, we get a lot better results for our clients. Um, And so we will have different phases uh, with the panoptic stacking, our methodology, we'll have different phases where we'll, we'll incorporate more native versus display and, or vice versa. Then later on, even down, we get to stage three and stuff, we'll have video and things like that we can bring into it. But for us, though, the key is making sure we're hitting those clients where, of course, wherever, wherever I mean, the customers, wherever they are, and making sure we have the right type of creative and the right type of media to get them through the funnel. So when you say panoptic stacking, for those people that don't want to become experts in native, they just want to understand how you kind of do what you do. Can you give a third grader version of what it is that you're really looking to accomplish throughout this stack? Sure. So the first stage, what we do is about driving clicks. It's about driving quality traffic, not, not crap traffic. We focus on tier one sources. Um, and that's one thing when we talk about programmatic native, programmatic native, we can focus, we can work directly with a lot of these, these networks. 
And we, we, because we have stuff in place from the, from the demand side platforms we use to access the native, I'm, I'm drunk, sorry, I don't want to get, I'm trying, I don't, don't want to get too complicated, but basically there's a lot of things in place to, to, to get rid of bot traffic. Okay. The native, you can run into a lot of bot traffic. There's a lot of stuff that we have, a lot of tools in place like Double Verify to get rid of bot traffic. So we really can focus on high quality placements on tier one numbers. And so, you know, we'll look at Outbrain, you know, we'll look at, of course, you know, Tabula, but then we'll look at Triple Lift, um, you know, Share Through, Rubicon, some of these other networks out there that do that run native. And AppNexus also is doing native now. So we'll, we'll focus on that. And so in the first stage, though, we'll drive a lot of traffic as much as we can to the lander, okay? Now, sometimes if someone, we, we want to we build that process of trust. So a lot of times we'll just drive them over. It can be a giveaway. It can be something just quality, but we're not asking for an email opt-in on that stage one. Um, we're simply just driving them over because the email opt-in is, is the cookie, okay? Is that we're, we're, we're generating, we're driving over there because then that can then start the retargeting process. So once we drive over, we try to get decent amount of traffic, you know, decent prices, de decent, you know, on, on clicks and so forth. Um, then after that, the retargeting phase is started for us. And so based on where they, where they go on the page and if they click deeper into it. So then we have stage two and stage three. And stage two is going to be generally driving to like a VSL, mm -hmm. something like that. We find VSLs still work very, very well on native and display. And so we'll drive over in there. And then from there, stage three is then retargeting them based on where they've, they've either gotten in the video or if they've clicked over to the order page or through the process. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing we found that works really well, which I was very surprised about, because it goes against everything that I was always taught in direct response, you know, is that once they hit that stage, we will drive them to the homepage. We don't drive them to a lander. Okay. We drive them to the homepage because by doing that, we saw our conversion rates go up significantly. Because the, when you drive traffic, and this is a this is a big secret. I'm tell, I don't usually share this. Maybe I shouldn't be sharing it with them. But when you drive, once they once they've gotten to that stage, and you drive them to the homepage, it builds trust. They feel like you're a real business, mm -hmm. and that is a critical part when you're working with a lot of these companies. Mm -hmm. So they go over to the homepage, then they'll you know we get them to convert, and during that time we're also tracking view through conversions. They play a critical role in this whole process. Um, uh, especially when you go out and just within in the world of native and display. And so we'll track those, but that's, that's, and then if they don't convert, we then retarget people to an FAQ page to a testimonial page. And that's at stage four. So we pan up the stack and we go through this process, incorporating different media based on the stage of the funnel. Got it. So really the biggest thing here for people to understand is while you're generating a direct response result, CPAs, you're doing those things. Really what you're doing is to help them establish a, a higher quality brand that really has trust in a market. It's not just buy my $8, you know, gut remedy, whatever. It's like a, it's a bigger deal and you're looking at helping them move their entire business forward rather than just trying to make $8 sales. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that's exactly, that's exactly it. We've, the kind of clients we don't bring on anymore are clients who are one hit wonder, to be honest. If they have one product and they just want to just, blast it and get as much traffic and then they're done. That's not who we work with because we're looking for, we're looking for clients who want to build a brand. They need to establish as well as generate sales, obviously, but they want to build that brand because that people forget. I mean, a lot of people, very few people click on ads. 
but a lot of people will see ads, don't click on it, and then they'll go and search for it and research it. And you saw this, I know, with YouTube and all the time, you know, when you were telling about the success and all the things you've done on YouTube. People do that. They'll go and search in Google. They'll see something. They don't necessarily click on the ads. People want to feel comfortable, and people are very skeptical. They become more and more skeptical over the years with Internet ads, and especially with viruses. There are things people, those experiences that were happening last year where they click on the ad. So people, are, they become more skeptical. So building a brand, it's for the, I mean, that's, that's the way to go. And I, it's funny, so many people have become so lost on, you know, things like billboard, you know, when, when we, when there were billboards and things, billboards and stuff still work. People are still spending money and they're still working. It's a lot of the offline TV commercials still work. They work really well. Um, but with digital marketing, we become so accustomed to everything has to have a direct attribution that we forget that people see things and then they go and take action without maybe directly going through the channel you want them to go. Mm -hmm. And I think when people start to look at view through, we started really bringing in view through conversions from all the different channels. You know, we usually do about a one to two day attribution window. What we've seen is that we're finding data, like these are sites that they're going to that if you were looking at just click through last click, which I think is really antiquated anyways, if you're looking at just last click, you would never know. You would never know that they're going to these sites. You'd never know that information. So once you have that, you can go and advertise on those sites, directly on those sites, because that's where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. So you, it opens up the world and it helps understand the big process of buying media. If you're looking at just last click, you're missing so much that you're missing the boat on what media buying's about and the big picture of it. Absolutely, that's awesome. Well, thank you for explaining. So to summarize, really what, if you're a company that has health and fitness products or stuff in the financial markets, You've got success on Facebook. You're looking to expand. And really the biggest thing is having an understanding. You have budget to test because it requires budget to be successful on native and display. And you're really looking to build out your brand. Um, in addition, we're, you know, we're not talking about brand advertising. It's not buying banners with hopes of you know, getting people to see your name. You're building a direct response um, funnel, but you're really doing it in a way that encourages for people to take the route to purchase that they're comfortable with. That's really where Jordan and ReachFire can help you. So uh, let's now that they kind of understand the criteria, what's the best way they can get in touch to get some more information? Yeah, I mean, they can reach out to me, Jordan, at ReachFireDigital.com. Uh, um, they can go to the website or they can go to ReachFireDigital.com and fill out our Contact Us page, and we'll have someone from the team get back with them. Cool. We'll put the link down below so people can email you. Thank you so much for spending time today. This is awesome. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we head out? No, man, I appreciate coming on here and talking with you, and, and this, is, this is great. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for the time, Jordan. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. If you found this tutorial helpful, make sure you click on the subscribe button on the screen right now. Also, if you'd like to join the Daily Edge and get the daily dose of what's working in paid traffic and tracking, you can text Daily Edge to 44222.